even your kids today, if you have kids over in iKids, they are in a series that they're calling Kid Flicks. And so they are watching movies as well and pulling out. What our goal is is to pull out some truth uh, from different movies that you may or may not have seen uh, that are pretty recently made and be able to apply that to our lives just as Jesus taught in stories, sometimes it helps us to see a story that we can relate to something that we need to do or that we need to apply in our own lives. And so that's kind of what we're doing over the next five Sundays. We're going to be in a series called At the Movies, and your kids will be uh, in Kid Flicks as well, and it's going to be a great time. We hope you really enjoy it. And today, we've got some great movies lined up for you. Uh, And today we're going to be taking a look at a few different clips and pulling out some things from the movie Creed 2. So I don't know if you've seen the movie Creed 2. Let me say this before we get into uh, this series, just kind of as a disclaimer. um, Impact Church does not endorse every aspect of every movie that you're about to watch clips of. And so if you so decide on your own time to go back and watch this movie or some of the other ones that we're going to be watching clips from uh, because it interests you or intrigues you. Do not say, Pastor Gabe gave me permission to go and watch this movie. We watched this at church. This has been edited and and pieced together so that we can pull out some different elements of it. Um, So we are not endorsing every aspect of every movie that you're going to see over the next five weeks, but we do hope that you enjoy it. And uh, if you haven't gotten your popcorn, grab your popcorn, because who, who can watch a movie without popcorn, right? I mean, it's just, it's necessary. So uh, sit back, enjoy your popcorn, and enjoy this first clip from Creed 2. Legacy of his own, and I can hardly wait to see what's next for Adonis Creed. Take that fight, man. Hey, turn the TV up. And the tragic history that connects them. Ukrainian boxer Victor Drago appeared today in Philadelphia to issue a very public challenge to recently crowned heavyweight champion Adonis Creed. A press conference was held earlier by boxing promoter Buddy Marcel. We came all the way to Philly to let you know it's serious. Now, this man here, he ain't no Danny Wheeler. And let's be honest, Creed fought him three years too late anyway. Easy bag. I gotta take the fight. Why? These dudes killed my pops. I can't let that slide. I'm the champ, right? Yeah. So I ain't got a choice. Choice? That's the same thing your father said. He died right here in my hands. If I don't take this fight, I got to live with it right now. That kid was raised in hate. You know what I'm talking about? You weren't. Don't do it. But you did. It's different. It was different. It's a lot different. I was supposed to be in there with Drago that night and not your father. And I could have thrown him the towel. 
I did it. And I got to live with that. When I did get in that ring, that guy broke things in me. They ain't never been fixed. Why do you want to fight? Listen to me, you got everything to lose. He's got nothing to lose. When a fighter ain't got nothing to lose, he's dangerous. I'm dangerous. You think I'm gonna lose? I didn't say that. But you don't think I can beat him? Is that what you're trying no. to say? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I'm not gonna be here forever. I'm taking this fight with or without you. I'd be without. Can't do it. So that's it? You walking out on me? At least you ain't got to worry about throwing in the towel this time. Yeah. So in the movie Creed 2, uh, Adonis Creed the main character of the movie, he's been fighting and, and winning boxing matches. In fact, right before uh, what we just watched at the beginning of the movie, it, it, it lets us know that he has just won the heavyweight title of the world. And so he has this belt and he has this reputation. And he's been winning. And he's on the mountaintop. Anybody ever felt like you were on the mountaintop? You felt like everything was working out for you. Things are going good right now. Seems like I've got life figured out. And he's been doing this with Rocky Balboa. Come on, anybody seen the Rocky movies? Come on, somebody. These Creed and Creed 2 are kind of like, you know, if you want to call them like a sequel kind of to the Rocky movies. And Rocky is, is his coach, and he's the one that's in his corner. And he's the one that's there at the fights, and he's been winning and doing well. And, and he's won this title with Rocky in his corner, and then we see somebody else, another adversary, another enemy, another whatever you want to call it, that is challenging Adonis Creed to a fight. And of course, Adonis Creed, as most of us would do, we're on the mountaintop. We think we got it all figured out, and so he thinks, you know what? I'll just take this guy on. I've got to take this fight. You know, they're they're the ones that killed my dad, and and you just have to go back and watch all the movies if you want to get all that information. We don't have time to get into all that today, but I've got to take this fight. I've got to do this, and. We know that Rocky, from the movie, was trying to convince him not to take the fight. You don't have to do this. Don't take this fight. You're not ready. What Rocky was trying to do was actually protect Adonis Creed from doing something that he knew he didn't need to do in that moment. He knew that it was not the time for him to take that fight. That it was, you know, he, he even said that he had been in a similar situation, and he said, this guy broke things in me that have never been fixed. It's never been put back together. And he's really trying to protect Adonis because he has Adonis's best interest in mind. And just like in boxing, in life, if we can relate this to our own lives, you need the right people in your corner. You need, I'm going to say it again, you need the right people in your corner. When, when he had the right person in his corner... He was winning. He was the champion. Things were going well. He had the right people in his corner. And you need the right people in your corner in life because how many of you have ever been up and down? 
Anybody ever been on the mountaintop one day and you feel like everything's good? About three days later, you're in the valley and, and, and everything's falling apart in your life. You've got to have the right people in your life. You have to have the right people in your life. When, when, when life goes up and life goes down, you need the right people in your life because life will take shots at you. Life has a way of taking shots at you. You need the right people in your life because there are times when you can't see things clearly. Just like the clip that we just watched at the end, he's not thinking clearly. He's thinking somebody has challenged me and I'm not backing down from the challenge and I've got something to prove and he's not seeing the whole picture. You need somebody in your life that can see things clearly whenever you are not seeing things clearly. Sometimes we think we've got it all figured out. I can see how this is going to go. I can see everything that's in front of me. I can see what's going on in my life. I love how uh, I read this this last week, and, and somebody put it this way. said, there's a me, there's always a me that I can't see. If you have the right people in your life, there's always a me, and they can call out the, the you in you that you don't see. And you think that life is all working out for you, but there's something there. You think that you've got it all figured out and this is the right relationship for you, but there's something there. And other people, when you get the right people in your lives, they can see clearly in some areas of your life that you don't see clearly. And just because you think that this is the right decision, this is the right what you need the right people in your life or in your corner. The right people will encourage you. The right people will protect you. So we need to ask ourselves today, do I have the right people in my life? Proverbs 12 and verse 26 says this. It says, the righteous choose their friends, everybody say it with me, carefully. Can we just all say that out loud, the first part of that verse? The righteous choose their friends carefully. Anybody ever just chosen some friends, just sure wasn't carefully. Whoever accepts me, whoever looks at me, whoever gives me some attention, whoever, you know, I'm just going to, you know, whoo, you, you like me, I'll be your friend. But it says the righteous choose their friends. Their friends don't choose them. They choose their friends carefully. They don't just go with what everybody's doing. They choose their friends carefully. And the second half of that verse says, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. The righteous choose their friends carefully, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. The right friends don't usually just show up and happen in your life, do they? Sometimes God will work a miracle, and somebody will move to Paris, Texas, and it just happens to be the perfect person and friend for you, and God just worked it all out, but most of the time, we have to be intentional to surround ourselves with the right people. Anybody ever been surrounded by the wrong people? You've got to be intentional to be surrounded by the right people. You have to choose it. Proverbs 27, 6, I love this verse. It says, and this is hard to live out. This is hard to accept. This is hard for us to walk out of here today and really understand. But it says, wounds from a friend can be trusted, but an enemy multiplies kisses. You ever had somebody just telling you what you want to hear? Just telling you what you want to hear? I think this verse applies. 
that wounds from a friend can be trusted, but an enemy multiplies kisses. The right people in your life will tell you the hard things when you need to hear the hard things. Some of us have not surrounded ourselves with the right people because we don't want to hear what the right people have to say. Whew, I'm preaching good right now. So we don't get around the right people because we don't want to know what the right people really have to say. We kind of want to do things our way, and we like the way that we're living, and I don't really want to be surrounded by the right people. But the right people will be the people that will tell you the hard things. And in this movie, Rocky told Creed that he was not ready for this fight. And we need people in our lives sometimes that will tell us, you're not ready. You need to, you need to work this out. You need to think about this again. I've seen this going on in your life, and I think that it might become a problem, and it may not be a problem right now, but maybe you're heading down a path that you don't really want to end up going down, and so I'm trying to call something out, and I'm telling you something that might be hard, but that's what the right people will do. That's what the right friends will do. And we see that Rocky is trying to do that with Adonis Creed, and we know that we have to choose our friends carefully because if we don't, it can lead to disaster. Check out this clip. Reed versus Drago. That means something. Did that factor into your decision to take this fight? I mean, you can't say Creed without Drago, right? This is what y'all want. Also can't help but to notice who won't be in your corner this time around. Rocky's taking some family time. But Duke's got me. His father taught my father everything he knows. Speed, D, that's how we go. Technique. Speed, I'm confident you got me ready for this fight. You're much smaller than you thought. Come on, my pop. Hey, we can do this right here, bro. The pops can't protect you, you feel me? Don't talk about my father. Jim, I would have never thought in a million years I'd witness another Creed versus Drago fight. Well, get ready, Roy. Drago makes his way to the ring. His father leads the way through the hostile crowd. Like his father, Creed is ever the showman, and he's energizing the crowd. It all feels so Shakespearean. Two sons raised a world apart, yet inexorably linked by tragedy. Three fights without longtime trainer Rocky Balboa. Interesting to see how Duke manages the quarter with so much bad blood between the fighters. Look at him. You think he's gonna run straight through you? You show him what's up. Yeah. Okay. This is your house. All right. Yeah. And we're underway. If all goes according to form. Creed is seen as the more versatile boxer, quicker. Drago is trying to land something big. Dig, dig. Downstairs. Creed connects with a couple of body shots. Creed blocked that punch and still it knocked him back into the ropes. Don't be stupid, kid. He's baiting me. Repressing now. Angrily rushes forward with a volley of punches. Pulling you in. A huge left hook by Drago. Come on, kid. Clear your head. 
commands the center of the ring, but there's a hard body shot to the ribs and another one on the other side. Get the best of it. Well, that Puga. That's not. I'm sure you're sure not a guy. Somebody won't. You're not smart. As the round came to a close. Fuck! And now round two begins. And Drago comes out throwing, wasting no time. And Reed is Get back the into the ropes, trying to avoid those power shots. Keep moving, Donnie. A massive right hand sends Creed reeling. He tries to regain his footing. Creed trying to answer back. And now a huge hit. Something to try to turn this fight around. This is you Drago just keeps coming. Oh, and a big rib shot. Reed's clearly in pain as he finds a way to his feet. Not ready to give up yet. And now Bayless is going to let him go again. He comes barreling out of the corner. Huge right Oh, Keith knows a big right hand failed. We'll see how much Adonis Creed has left now. As he tries to stay alive in the fight. Something Dangerous wings from Drago as Creed desperately tries to hold him off. What's up the fight? And another shot by Drago. Creed seemingly on his last legs. Drago on the attack. Oh, and with a devastating shot to the ribcage. One thing we know from the movie is that Rocky himself cared for Adonis like he was his own son. He was training him. He was taking care of him. He was trying to protect him. He had his best interest in mind. And now Adonis has people in his corner who don't have his best interest in mind. And don't have the same care for him like Rocky did when Rocky was in his corner. And he gets beat up and knocked out, as we saw right there at the very end of that clip. And here's what, here's what I know about life and what I know about your life. Because nobody's exempt. Life has a way of knocking us down. Life has a way of knocking every person in this room down at different times. Sometimes it's losing a job. Sometimes it's difficulty in a marriage. 
Sometimes it's sickness, some tragic event. Sometimes it's an addiction that you just can't seem to break. Sometimes it's maybe a mistake that you made that you don't know if you can really recover from. I did that thing, and I don't know if I can ever really recover from that. I've gotten in so deep into this that I don't know if I can ever really recover from that. I didn't see myself getting to this place, and I don't really know if I can recover from this. And Sometimes life has a way of knocking you down, and here's what we know about the wrong people. The wrong people won't help you up. <laughs> the wrong people will actually keep you down. So when life knocks you down, here's what the wrong people around you will do. The wrong people won't help you up. The wrong people will look at you. The wrong people won't help you up. The wrong people will actually talk about you behind your back while you're going through the struggle that you're going through. When you thought, oh, man, we're just so good of friends and this is all working out, and then you hit a rough patch in your marriage, the wrong people won't come alongside you and help you through. The wrong people will actually keep you down. I love this verse that many of us are probably familiar with. It's 1 Corinthians 15.33. Paul says, do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Bad company corrupts good character. And I love that Paul didn't just come out and say in this verse, like, bad company corrupts good character. But at the very beginning of it, he sets up what he wants to say by saying, don't be misled. Misled. Some translations say, don't be fooled. If you get around the wrong people, it'll mess you up every time. Don't be, it's like Paul knew that we would be sitting here in 2019. And some of us would be fooled by the enemy into thinking that we've got the right people around us when really it's the wrong people around us. And he says, don't be fooled. And some of you have experienced this in your own life. You were living for God at one point, and now you're in a completely different place in your life because you got around the wrong people. You surrounded yourself with the wrong group of people and where you used to be passionate about God. Now you may go to church once a month. Whew, I'm all up in your business this morning. You surrounded yourself with the wrong people, and because you got the wrong people around you, it has corrupted a lot of the good things that God was doing in your life, and now you find yourself in a place that you did not want to be. And it's all because you didn't have the right people in your corner. You didn't have the person in your corner that when you started walking in the wrong direction that would say, hey, 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 you really want to go down that road? You really want to do that thing? You really want to devastate that person in that way? Do you really want to live with that for the rest of your life? You didn't have those people in your life, and that's why we know that the wrong people won't help you up. When you start walking away, the wrong people just walk with you in the wrong direction. You need the right people in your life. Some of us today have been knocked down by life, and we're not getting up because we have surrounded ourselves with the wrong people. Proverbs 13 and verse 20 says this, Walk with the wise and become wise. Associate with fools and get in trouble. Walk with the wise. Get the right people around you. Get wise people. Walk with the people that are wise and you will become wise. But when you associate with fools, trouble is always in the future. When you get around the wrong people, 
trouble is always in the future. And some of you have lived this out. Some of you have been there, done that, got the t-shirt. <laughs> I surrounded myself with the wrong people. It got me where I'm at right now, and I'm trying to get myself out of this mess. Come on. Let me tell you how it's going to help you get out of the place that you're in. Get around the right people. Get the right people in your corner. Just like in the movie, when he didn't have the right person in his corner, nobody was looking out for him. Nobody was there to tell him the hard thing. You need the right person in your corner. You need the right people in your corner. So that when you start to get off in life or something tragic happens, God forbid, in your life, that you have some people around you that will encourage you and help you get up. The wrong people will lead you into trouble. Many of us have experienced this, making bad decisions. You ever made a bad decision because the wrong person gave you advice? <laughs> you had the wrong people around you, and they were like, oh, just go ahead and do it. Just go ahead and do it. You know, it's a, Nobody's going to know. And you made a bad decision because you had the wrong people around you. Sometimes those decisions might be to, to drink too much, to, to cover up pain. We're, we're experts at doing this. You need to get around some people that will point you back to Jesus when you're in pain. Let me say that again because I don't think you got it over here on the right side of the room. You need to get around some people that will point you back to Jesus when you are experiencing pain because there are plenty of people that will come into your life that will tell you how to cope with and numb and cover up how you're feeling with drinking and drugs. And it doesn't have to be anything like that. We know that, that sin is sin overall, but it doesn't have to be anything that we would consider bad. Covering up your pain could be that you sit in front of the TV for seven hours at night watching Netflix because you don't want to think about what's going on in your life. You don't want to think about the thing that happened to you. You don't want to think about the decisions that you made that led you to this point. And so you don't want to think about it. And because you don't want to think about it, you'll just numb and you'll just check out so that you don't have to. And we all do this in different ways. Nobody's throwing stones at anybody else because just because you do it one way and I do it another way doesn't make your way worse than my way. We're all trying to accomplish the same thing. And you need some people in your life. I need some people in my life that are going to point me back to Jesus when I'm going through something. Some people that are going to pick me up and point me in the right direction. So in the movie, after being beaten up badly, Adonis, he spends several months in recovery and struggles, begins to struggle with insecurity as most of us do in our own lives. Insecurity and fear. He's, he's fearful that he's going to lose his title, he's going to lose his belt if he doesn't take a fight soon. And so he's spending all this time trying to recover from this, this, this knockout that he just experienced. And he's afraid, if I don't take a fight, I'm going to lose my belt. And so his mother, come on, anybody thankful for good moms? Come on, somebody. Anybody ever had a good mom in your life? His mother goes and gets Rocky back in his life. Goes to Rocky, gets Rocky back in his life again. So now he's got, you know, the right person back in his life again. He's heading down the right path. And she gets him involved to help him get out of this rut that he's in. And that leads us into this next clip. So check out clip number three. Highlights of Drago's silencing critics tonight with a devastating first-round knockout of Anthony Novak. Here's a post-fight interview with Max Kellerman. Victor, here we are just months since your controversial loss to Adonis Creed. How does this win feel? What loss? Excuse me. From your disqualification to Adonis Creed. But how does this feel to you tonight? I don't care. Creed must fight me. And if he doesn't fight you? 
and he's no champion. There you have it, Adonis. Challenge is on the table. You got people that need you now. That's exactly why I can't lose. Buddy said the fight has to be in Russia. Take it or leave it. So Russia it is. What you think, Rock? It's a clear advantage if it comes down to a judge's decision. Well, then we can't let it get to a judge's decision, right? So we're training here tomorrow, 5 a.m.? Nah, I got other plans. You mean you want to go to Philly? No. Listen, you want to change things in a big way, and you need to make some big changes. Gonna be toe to toe. Get used to it. Fuck! Take it, take it to the body. in this fight is he's got former champ Rocky Balboa back in his corner and Rocky assures everyone this fight will be very different from its predecessor look and we're underway oh and Drago comes out swinging with two hooks that Creed avoids and a big right hand right out of the gate taking blows Creed staying in his face oh and there's the belt see all that work in the desert paid off right you got to you got him thinking. He wasn't expecting what you're bringing. If you want to give pain, you got to be willing to take the pain. Stay in his face. Look at me. You gotta stay in his face. And when you see an opportunity, you go after him. There you are. drops Creed with two nasty body shots. Come on. I think Rocky Balboa has a decision to make here, Jim. He knows better than anyone how this same story played out three decades ago. What do you want to do, Doc? What do you call it? I didn't think so. 
Now he's gonna come after you. He's gonna try to break on that rib some more. But that's okay. Because you like the pain. You can take it. You know why? Because you're dangerous. I'm dangerous. That's right. That's So in the movie, we see that Adonis lets Rocky back into his life, and now he has the right person back in his corner. And he gets a rematch with Drago, and this time he wins the fight. And what I want you to get out of this is that when you have the right people in your corner, then you can win the battles that you're going to face in your life. When you try to do it alone, it'll be really difficult. If you have the wrong people around you, it will be very difficult. But when you get the right people around you, when you get the right people in your life, when you surround yourself with the right people, then you can win the battles of life. Who you have in your corner matters big time. And I love Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 10. It says, If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in, say it with me, real trouble. Someone who falls alone is in real trouble. But when there's somebody that falls that has surrounded themselves with the right people, there are people there that can reach down and pick them up. You need, the right, you need some people in your life that won't let you stay down. You need some people in your life that will not let you stay down, but will get you back up so that you can fight again. In 1 Thessalonians 5, in verse 11, I'll go ahead and bring the worship team back. It says, Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. Here's how you can know if you're surrounding yourself with the right people. The right people will encourage you. 
The right people will build you up, and the right people will inspire you to be more like Jesus. If you take inventory of your situation and your relationships right now, and there are people that are surrounding you that don't encourage you, don't build you up, and don't inspire you to be more like Jesus, then maybe you need to take the steps that Rocky said. And he said, if you want to change things in a big way, you have to make some big changes. If you want a different result, you have to change the things that you're doing. And maybe you need to make some difficult decisions in your life today. And we need to ask ourselves, do I have the right people in my corner? Because the right people in your corner make a bigger difference than you think. The enemy would try to convince you today that people really don't matter. And I love, I, I've mentioned this before, but sometimes we think, well, all I need is God. All I need is Jesus. All I need is God. And yes, all you need is, is a relationship with Jesus to get to heaven. All you need is, is a relationship with him to, to get where you want to go. But even in the beginning, God looked at the man he had created who was by himself. And what did he say? It's not good that he's alone. So I will make him somebody who can help him, who will be comparable to him, who, who can walk alongside him in life. It's not good for you to be alone. Hear me today. It's not good for you to be alone. The person that is alone and falls is in real trouble. But the person who has people around them when they fall, have people that can speak into their life, won't let them stay down. You need some people in your life that will not let you stay down. That look at you going through something or walking in the wrong direction and say, I love you too much to let you keep walking that way without saying something. I love you too much to let you just stay in the rut that you've been in for the last six months. I'm going to help you get out of the place that you've been. You need the right people. You need the right people. The wrong people won't help you. But the right people will help you get back up and fight again and walk with you through whatever you're going through in your marriage. Walk with you through whatever your kids are experiencing. Walk with you through whatever you're experiencing in this transition time. The right people will be there to encourage you and build you up and point you to Jesus. You need people that will point you to Jesus in your pain. Point you to Jesus when you're down. And will walk with you through whatever it is that you're going through. Will you stand to your feet today? What big changes do you need to make in your life to get the right people in your corner? What do you need to do? Maybe you just need to ask the Holy Spirit right now in this moment. You just need to say, Holy Spirit. What changes do I need to make to get the right people in my corner? This is going to look different for everybody. But God knows exactly what you need. Individually, he knows what you need. And so I would just ask you today, we're about to sing a a song and and, and have an opportunity for you to be prayed for if you need prayer for anything in your life. But as as this worship song is, is going on, I would just encourage you in that moment to just ask God, God, what is it that I need to do? What do I need to do so that I can get the right people in my life?
What do I need to do so that I have people in my life that will tell me the hard stuff? What do I need to do? What changes do I need to make so that I can get people around me that will not let me stay down but will pick me up and carry me if they have to to get me to where I'm supposed to be? I need some people like that in my life. And so, God, what do you want me to do? I want to invite the prayer team to come down. With every head bowed, every eye closed, if you will, for just a moment, I want to ask you this question because I believe there might be some of us here today that maybe maybe the decision and the, the, the big change that you need to make today is you need to invite the most important person into your corner. The decision that you need to make is to say, I need, I need God in my life. I need, I need forgiveness for my sin. I need to make Him Lord and Savior of my life. I need to invite God into my corner. And if that's you today, just right where you're standing, I'm going to pray a prayer, and we're all going to pray this prayer together out loud because nobody prays alone. But I believe that if you will pray this prayer in your heart today, and you say these words and you mean them in your heart, that God will come into your life, forgive you of everything, past, present, and future, sin. And if you'll make Him Lord of your life today, then He will help you to find the right people. He'll help you to find the right people that you need in your life that are going in the same direction that you want to go in living for Him. So let's do this. Let's pray this. All of us pray this together out loud and just mean this in your heart and I believe that God's going to save you today. Say, Jesus, thank you for loving me. Thank you for dying for me so that I could have life. You took all of my sin, all of my shame, all of my guilt on you. And so today, I receive your forgiveness in my life for all of my sin. And I ask you to be Lord and Savior of my life today. Help me to live for you from this moment forward. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, can we clap our hands today for those that invited the most important person into their corner. We're going to sing, as I mentioned a moment ago, we're going to sing one, one last worship song together before we leave. And I encourage you to worship God. If you need prayer for anything in your life, maybe it's something we talked about today. Maybe it has nothing to do with what we talked about today, but you're going through something and you just need prayer. We invite you when the, when the song begins, just slip out of your seat, come down, let us pray for you. We would love to pray for you. If you made that decision today to give your life to Jesus and to make him Lord and Savior of your life and you invited him into your corner, I would encourage you to tell somebody on your way out today, grab a connect card and put your name on it right on the back of it or, or check the box on the back that says, uh, I decided to follow Jesus today just so we can know to be praying for you, to be an encouragement for you, to be there for you if you need us to be there for you as a church family. Come on, we need each other. Amen. We need each other. And so I would encourage you to do that so we can be praying for you. You need people to be praying for you. So I would encourage you to do that. And if you need prayer for anything in your life, when we begin this last song, then you can slip out of your seat. Come down for prayer. God, I thank you for your word today. Thank you for what you've taught us, what you've spoken to us. And Holy Spirit, I pray today that you would draw every person who needs prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.